Hello, hello, friends, and welcome to the Everyday Adventure Log of Meg Shinagawa, a podcast for young professionals in their 20s to discuss purpose and productivity. I'm your host, Meg Shinagawa, and in this week's episode, we'll be talking about how you can get back on track with your goals. Let's get into it. Hello, hello, friends, and welcome to the third episode of the podcast. I'm so excited for you to be here. Full transparency, I actually already recorded this episode once, but when I went to edit it, I realized that the audio was corrupt. And so uh, it was unusable, which means that I'm having to re-record this episode, which quite frankly is annoying. But given that I'm still new to this podcasting thing, I'm trying to give myself grace and be forgiving about the mishaps that happen. And, you know, you just got to roll with the punches sometimes. And so trying not to be too hard on myself about it. But that's why this episode is released a day late. It's supposed to be released on Wednesday, but I am going to be releasing it on Thursday instead just because of this hiccup. So I apologize for the delay in releasing this episode. This whole podcasting thing is so new to me still. I mean, I had I was producing my own podcast in the university, but I had a lot of help because I was using the studio of the university and so everything was set up for me in terms of equipment. I didn't have to set anything up except for like creating a new file and then making sure the levels were okay and stuff like that. So I didn't have to do any of the wiring or, you know, the nitty gritty detail type things. But now that I'm on my own and I'm doing this podcast by myself, I have to be the one to set everything up and make sure all the levels are okay. And there's just a lot more that I have to juggle as a solo producer of this podcast. So yeah, it's been a little bit difficult, but I will be honest, it's been a lot of fun at the same time because I love content creation and I love learning new things. And so, you know, with my YouTube, I think I found a bit of a groove in how I like to produce things. And so It's a lot more systemized and as efficient as it is, there are parts of it that kind of lost the fun element of it just because, you know, it's systemized and it's very efficient. And so exploring this new medium of podcasting has been really interesting because it's a it's something that I'm unfamiliar with. It's not something that's systemized yet. I haven't created, you know, an efficient way to go about producing this yet so I'm still experimenting a lot still trying to figure a lot of things out and so as frustrating as some parts of it are like you know having a corrupt audio file when you go to edit that was quite devastating but the whole process has been overall very positive and very fun for me so I'm very excited to get this podcast out and yeah to keep producing podcast episodes because it's it's a, it's a lot of work, but it's a lot of fun at the same time. And so I hope you're enjoying these podcasts as much as I am. But enough rambling from me. Let's get into the actual topic of the episode, which is how to get back on track with your goals. So I'm recording this mid-February. And the reason I decided to choose this topic for this particular podcast episode was because I think around mid-February is around the time that people start to fall off of their goals a little bit. 
I think end of December and in January as a whole, there's a lot of hype around, you know, setting goals and new year, new me type of things. And, you know, everybody starts out with the best of intentions and has like the most motivation that they've ever had. And they're like, yeah, I'm going to like tackle all of these goals and like become X, Y, and Z. And, you know, like, I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but it's just kind of like, there's this like momentum as a whole. And I think in the productivity community, particularly, there's like a really big push and a really big wave of like goal setting content that's out there because new year, new me and a new year is also like a great time to reset. And I think around mid-February is around the time when people kind of start to lose a bit of that momentum and they start to get bombarded with their everyday life and you know, the initial momentum, the initial energy that they had is starting to dwindle a little bit just because, you know, motivation doesn't last forever. Energy levels don't stay consistent in life. And so it's it's about the time that people start to hit their first snag. I personally am feeling that as well, where I've set a lot of goals for 2024. And I'm feeling a little bit of this like dip in motivation, this dip in energy levels and so I I figured it's not just a me thing it's just like a timing thing and I think a lot of people can relate to my feeling of just kind of seeing a dip in the motivation levels and the first thing I want to say about that is that it's completely normal it's completely okay as I said earlier motivation levels are not meant to be static they're not meant to be consistent they just aren't that's part of being human. And so if you're feeling a dip in motivation and feeling a little bit of a dip in your energy levels in terms, in the context of these goals, it is completely okay. I think one of the traps that people fall into when it comes to goal setting is this idea of like a binary result where you either accomplish it or you don't. People kind of forget to see the nuance in the different goals that they set. And I think roughly there are two types of goals in this world. One being habit goals, where you're trying to create a habit in order to accomplish something bigger. For example, if your goal is to try to be more fit, you might make a habit goal of working out three times a week. And then there's the second type of goals, which is which are result-oriented goals, which means that it it is in fact a little bit more binary in the sense that you either accomplish that thing that you want to accomplish or not. Like, for example, one result-oriented goal that I have for 2024 is to find a job in software development. And so there's less nuance there because I either get a job or I don't. And so It's a little bit more binary in that sense, but I think even in those result-oriented goals, there is a bit of nuance because there's this concept of progressing in your goals, you know, and I think oftentimes when we set goals for ourselves, we are like, one day we are not the person who accomplished the goal, and then the next day you are someone who accomplished that goal. So like, you just expect there to be like an overnight transformation, But I think a lot of goals take time. And I think with habit goals, it's a little bit easier to define because 
ultimately you have a big overarching goal, right? Like to be become more fit. And I think by creating habits that allow you to become more fit as a person, you recognize that, oh, this is not an instantaneous change. This is something that I have to work towards every single week, every single day. And so I think it's a little bit more clear with habit goals, but I think with result-oriented goals, people often just see it as black and white where it's like, I either did it or I didn't. And, you know, it, it's because the result is kind of binary. But I think there is something to be said about the progression of these goals, these, these result-oriented goals, because, for example, with my personal goal of finding a job as a software developer the ultimate goal is binary in the sense of like I either get a job or I don't but in the process of me going to get a job there's many steps that I need to take right like updating my CV updating my skill level contacting my network about the fact that I'm looking for a job like all of these things that go into increasing the success rate of my goal And I think a lot of people overlook that and just say, I either met my goal or didn't. Because let's say, for example, that I wasn't able to meet my goal in 2024, where I don't have a job by the end of this year. But maybe I increased my skill level significantly and worked towards getting a job. Just I just didn't have the luck of finding one that matched what I needed yet. And so in that case, even though if I look just at the goals wording and and evaluate my success, it's a failure because I didn't end up finding a job. But I think in the overarching bigger picture, I actually did make a lot of progress in trying to find a job and getting a job. So I think it's a little bit unfair for me to be like, oh, I failed at this goal, when in reality, I made significant progress. So how do we get back on track with our goals, right? That's the topic of this episode. I think the first thing you have to do in the spirit of what I talked about in the beginning is to really be kind to yourself and Allow yourself to feel unmotivated, to feel a little bit low energy and to be like, I'm not as motivated as I was a month ago, but it's okay. And just kind of accepting that and allowing space for that to be okay. Because I think a lot of times what ends up happening with goal setting and the reason that people end up like falling off the wagon completely is the fact that they kind of attack themselves when they get a little bit unmotivated and they're like, oh, like, why can't I do this? Like, this is, I'm so stupid. I'm, I need to try harder. I need more discipline. I, you know, all of these things. But I think it's unhelpful for you to kind of scream at yourself and be like, you need to do better. When you're feeling tired, when you're feeling a little bit unmotivated because, that's valid you know like there's probably a reason why you feel that way and so 
if you don't allow yourself to have the space to kind of feel these feelings, you're just going to push them further away and then you're going to feel even more bitter and then you'll you're going to fester some resentment towards this goal and then you're ultimately just not going to end up doing it because you it just makes you feel so bad every time you think about it. And so I think the first step in making sure that you get back on track with your goals is actually being okay with not being on track with them. I think I kind of learned this the hard way, not just with goals, but in life in general, because I used to have like a very, very intense inner critic that constantly blamed me for not being able to do things, just constantly hammered in the belief that like I wasn't good enough and that I couldn't do everything that I wanted to do and being like, why can't you do this? Like everybody else can do it. Why can't you stay on top of everything? Like this inner harsh inner critic in me that was like always, always putting me down. And that had such a detrimental effect on my mental health and my general well-being. And I think the same applies here where, you know, we're only talking about in the context of goal setting, but the inner critic can sometimes get in our way because they're, I think at their core, they're trying to do what's best for you and trying to push you to become a better person, push you to accomplish your goals. And at its heart, it's that's not a bad thing, right? But I think when the execution becomes so harsh and so attacking to the point that you're unable to kind of hold space for that feeling of unmotivatedness and feeling of low energy, then you start to kind of push yourself in a negative way and you'll start to harbor some resentment and stuff like that, which ultimately is not what we want when we're trying to accomplish our goals. So if you're feeling like you're falling behind on your goals, just take the time to take a deep breath and tell yourself that it's okay. It is not the end of the world. You have good days and bad days. That's just part of being human and you are okay. And this first step of feeling the feelings, it could take five minutes, it could take three days. You know, it really depends on the person, really depends on what kind of stage of life you're in and what kind of things you're dealing with. You know, for example, if you had a goal to work out three times a week, but you missed two weeks and you go through this exercise of just feeling the feelings and allowing yourself to be okay with the fact that you missed two weeks, Maybe you need another week to just kind of recuperate and then get back on track. Or maybe you can start tomorrow. You know, it really depends. And I think when you're thinking about how much time you need to process these feelings, it's important to keep in mind the context that you're working in. So, you know, it might take another week for someone who has other priorities in life right now that they have to deal with currently. Maybe they had like a family emergency come up and they've been having to deal with this for the last two weeks, which is why they missed their workouts. And then you just need another week to like recuperate and re-energize yourself after the fiasco of the family emergency. But if you just happen to miss two weeks because you were unmotivated, maybe you can make it a goal for yourself to get back on track tomorrow because... 
you don't necessarily need more time to recuperate. You just needed to kind of allow yourself to feel the feelings and then get back on track. So it really depends on you and what you need. So don't feel rushed in this process and just take the time you need to process these feelings. So that was the first step of accepting and feeling the feelings that you're having. And I think the second step that you can take to get back on track with your goals is to iterate on your goals and revise them to fit what you need now. I think a lot of times when we set goals in the beginning of the year or whenever, we have this like ideal image of ourselves that we want to meet. And so we set a bunch of lofty goals for ourselves. And that in itself is not a bad thing. But sometimes when you're living your everyday life and you're having to deal with, you know, everything that you have to deal with, you realize, oh, I can't deal with five different goals that have like really intense time commitments every single week. And I think a big reason why a lot of people abandon their goals is because they are like, oh, it's too hard for me. I don't have the mental capacity to do it. So I'm just not going to do it at all. And I think it doesn't have to be the case that you give it up because I think, again, you can make incremental changes. You can make small changes to have bigger impacts in your life. So, you know, maybe working out three times a week is not realistic for you. And so you're like, okay, every day I am going to spend 20 minutes in the morning just stretching, not even going to the gym and working out, just stretching. Could even be like five, 10 minutes, you know? Because I think the ultimate goal for you is to incorporate more movement in life and get more fit. And so maybe you need to adjust your goals to fit what you're going through right now. And a lot of this process of setting goals and implementing them is trial and error because it's very difficult to get it right the first time around. Like for me, I set a goal for myself to work out three times a week but I haven't been able to do that just because there hasn't been a good way for me to incorporate that into my schedule. So I've been thinking that instead of having the goal to work out, have like a full workout three times a week, I'm going to incorporate more of a daily habit where I make time to do stretching and yoga in the mornings. But instead of doing like an intense one hour workout, I'm going to do like a 20 minute yoga session every single day. And for me, that makes a lot more sense because I can create more structure around it. The problem I had with like the three times a week thing was that because it wasn't every day, I just kept being like, oh, I'll do it tomorrow. You know, like I still have three days left in the week, like I'll do it tomorrow. And then I'll just like push it off and push it off and push it off and never do it. So I decided that it's probably better for me to just have something that I have to do every single day and that way it'll be easier for me to check off. So adjusting as you go, adjusting as you need. Another example might be if you, another example might be if you're trying to write a book or something and you had said, I am going to write this many pages every single day but your work turned out to be really busy in like the first three months of the year and you haven't been able to do anything about it, 
maybe adjusting your goal to be like, maybe I'll do that many pages in a week. And so I can spread it out and lower the pacing a little bit, but still make progress and still move forward in the goal, just not at as high a pace as I anticipated or wanted. And again, just be really forgiving with yourself. Be really kind to yourself when you're going through this process. And I want you to keep in mind here that it's not always about trying harder. It's not always about adding more discipline to your life. Sometimes it's just about being mindful of your capacity as a human being because, you know, energy, motivation, time, all of these things are finite resources. Like you do not have an infinite amount of them. And you have to be really mindful about how you use it and realize when you're going over capacity because this is something that happened to me in high school where I was operating at above capacity for a really long time, pushing myself to do better, to try harder, add more discipline, and I ended up burning myself out really bad. And so it's really important and great that you have, you know, high expectations and you have goals that you want to meet because I think it's really important to have like a direction that you're going towards but it's not always healthy or productive for you to go at the pace that you maybe initially thought you wanted to go at because maybe you might not have that much capacity in your life right now for example if you have like a really busy job you might not have the capacity to Again, with like the book writing example, you might not have the capacity to write that many pages every single day, but you might have the capacity to write that many pages in a week spread over seven days. And so, you know, it's it's really about checking in with yourself, making sure that you are being mindful of your capacity and adjusting your goals and your habits as needed to fit the capacity that you have in that moment. And I think it's important to note here that just because you change the pacing right now doesn't mean you have to operate at that pacing forever. You can always lower the pace again or increase the pace. With the book writing example, maybe the first three months of the year are super busy, but after that, it becomes much more chill. Like you'll have a little bit more bandwidth to work with. And so maybe you go back to that initial idea of writing however many pages per day rather than per week. And so I just want you to remember that you are able to adjust these things as you go. Nothing is set in stone. Like you are able to be flexible and move things around as needed for what works for you in that moment. And I think that's something that a lot of people forget is once they set a goal, they're like, this is the truth this is set in stone I can't change it but no like you can always change it you can always adjust and make it more realistic for you in that moment because let's face it nothing in life is constant nothing in life is predictable everything is changing all the time and so nothing really goes to plan and so it's completely okay to adjust your plans and go with the flow when things come up And if you have done these first two things already and you still feel like you're not on back on track with your goals, then maybe something you need to do is to really think about 
why you're not feeling like you're back on track with your goals. Because maybe you're feeling like this goal is not relevant to you anymore. Maybe you set it in the first week of the year and now you feel differently and you're like, actually, this is not that important to me. And so you're feeling like you're not as motivated because it doesn't really matter to you anymore. And so if you're if you've done the first two steps and you still feel like something is off, then I want to invite you to take this time to really think about why that is and if the goal is even something that's worth your time right now. And I guess this kind of goes hand in hand with the second advice of, you know, going with the flow and adjusting as needed, but things change in life and your priorities change all the time. And so it's completely okay if your goals end up changing midway through the year or even in the second month of the year or whenever you're listening to this. It's completely normal and very human for you to have to change your goals because again, nothing goes to plan. So there's really no pressure to hold on to a goal just because you set it. There's no reason to if it's actually not helping you anymore or like not actually something that you want in life and there's really no point. So if you're feeling stuck and you're feeling unmotivated, despite all of the things that I talked about in the beginning, then maybe it's time to reevaluate your goals and set new ones or just abandon them. And and again, like I don't want you to be judgmental towards yourself when you do these things because it's not necessarily saying anything about your work ethic or who you are as a person, you know? Like sometimes our values change and that's okay. And so I think throughout this whole process, I just want you to be very kind to yourself and very compassionate to yourself because I think when we're setting goals, we tend to forget that and tend to push ourselves and tell ourselves we need to work harder, we need to do better, we need to have more discipline, all of these things. And so, yeah, don't forget to be kind to yourself. And with anything, there's a level of balance, right? So if you're a little bit too chill about everything, maybe you do need more discipline. Maybe you do need to try harder. But speaking from my personal experience, I tend to be on the side of like trying too hard, trying to implement too much discipline and then burning myself out. So I'm leaning more towards giving the advice of like self-compassion and being kind to yourself. And I think if you're listening to this podcast, you probably tend to lean more towards pushing yourself too much. And so make sure that you're kind to yourself. Remind yourself that you're not defined by your goals and whether you accomplish them or not. Because sometimes we wrap up our self-worth in the things that we're able to do. And that's just not true. You know, we're so much more than what we can accomplish To wrap up this episode, I want to issue the adventure challenge, which is to go through the steps that I mentioned in this episode on how to get back on track with your goals and revise the goals as needed or drop them if they're not serving you anymore. And if you're willing to share your goals with me, I would love to see it. So if you can tag me on Instagram at everydayadventurelog, I would love to interact with you and talk to you about your goals. So let me know on Instagram. 
you haven't already, make sure that you subscribe or follow this podcast on wherever you're listening to this. And if you're feeling extra generous, I would love it if you could leave a review or a rating or both because it helps out the podcast so much. So if you could do that, super grateful. Thank you again so much for listening and I'll talk to you in the next episode. Bye.